0: With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right, it's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room and board, free grad school and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally-featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT. You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds. Raise your score as much as 600 points and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit collegeprepgenius.com to know more. Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free today your host is gene burke the author of college prep genius the no-brainer way to sat success and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com and i'm the moderator felice Gerwitz. welcome
1: Hey everyone and welcome, this is Felice Gerwitz with another episode of College Prep Genius and with me on the line is Jean Burke and today Jean is going to talk about um, a really um, amazing topic about the PSAT, this is podcast number 60 and you can find the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast and the topic today Jean is the PSAT um, fast track and you have um, put together a crash course list.
2: Yes, I do. I do. I know we're just about a, a month out from the PSAT if you have a rising junior, um, but hopefully some of this information can help you even though, you know, it is a short amount of
1: time. Okay. So as we're recording this, um, it's the month before. Uh, the PSATs are given in October, and you have to sign up um, at a school unless, Uh, Your homeschool provides uh, for it, and it would have to be a a huge homeschool organization. Um, Here in Florida, we had to personally go into the school and sign up. They won't even do it on the phone. Um, They'll do the practice one that you can take the PSAT the year before it counts, so like in the 10th grade. Is that correct, Jean? That's correct. Yeah, and then um, if you want to take it, quote, unquote, for real, um, you would go into the school because you um, do have to pay for for that one. And, again, it depends on your area, so you'd have to check, um, you know, uh, with your local either school board or if you have a big homeschool support group or even your area, um, your statewide organization. Like for here it would be um, FTEA, and they actually have a podcast on the network. Um, so, they give um, all kinds of information about homeschooling in Florida. So, so Jean, um, you know, give us the rundown. If if they've got either, let's let's do it two ways. So if they've got about a month's time beforehand, um, you know, they're kind of the the clock's ticking. But maybe someone's listening who has a ninth grader or a tenth grader. So what should they what should they be doing?
2: Okay, yes, great. I am uh, excited because I've been speaking to, you know, families out there who have students of different grades. And if you have a junior right now who, in about a month or so, is going to be taking the PSAT, you know, although that's a short amount of time, hopefully you have been practicing, hopefully you have been, you know, learning the strategies and shortcuts and how to answer every question in 30 seconds or less, uh, then I'm going to kind of give you sort of a crash course between now and then. Uh, For those of you who have uh, the younger students, not going into the junior year, but 10th or 9th or 8th or even younger, um, then this will give you a heads up. And, you know, one of the most unfortunate things I was just talking with Felice about is how when I speak at the conferences and I'm, you know, my battle cry is always to start early and, you know, put time on your side. Uh, and really work on weaknesses because it, you know, literally can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars of scholarship money to you. But when I get the phone calls or the emails of people who, who will say something like, you know, I heard you speak a, a year or two ago and you know how, you know, about the PSAT and why it's important. And I know it's coming up. I have a ju- rising junior and then I'm just like, ah, put the brakes on, you know, you, you heard me a couple of years ago and you're, you have a junior right now and you did nothing So it doesn't do any good. It's like having a hammer and a nail and some wood, and it's just gonna lay there on the ground. You gotta build the, the doghouse or whatever you're building. It's not gonna do any good unless you actually take the tools, um, and you apply them. And so, hopefully if you're speaking, if you're hearing me and you've got the younger students, please don't wait. I mean, you wouldn't wait, you know, the week before a concert to learn how to play, you know, an instrument, or you wouldn't wait a week before the championship to learn how to play baseball or softball or football and so it's that crucial and it literally can change the destiny of your child from going from how to pay for college to where in the world do we go because we have so many offers um which is the the dilemma that we found ourselves in and so but if you do have you know that rising junior right now who's um going to be taking about a month let's let's kind of do an overview uh, uh of this test coming up because it does count in the junior year it's you know, we're doing some October reminders. Um, this is 2017, and so the PSAT coming up uh, is going to be on either the 11th of October, which is going to be the Wednesday, or the 14th, which is a Saturday. Um, they did create last year an alter- alternate date on the 25th. Um, so, you know, you have those three opportunities, um, whichever one you're going to sign up for. Another October reminder is we do have the SAT coming up on October 7th and the ACT on the twenty eighth. So just some quick reminders to hopefully if you you know if you haven't signed up it's not too late for you to do that. But let's talk about your junior right now as a PS, taking the PSAT in about a month. And, and and I do want to encourage you, you know, I have had kids go up three hundred points in a week. Now is that the norm? No. You know most of us need time to learn the information and to internalize it and really practice on it. Um, but just kind of an overview, so you have an idea of the PSAT as far as the time is concerned. Um, on the reading section, students are given five passages, 47 questions, and 60 minutes to do it in. So this is roughly 77 seconds per question, and that, of course, plus the five passages. Uh, the writing section, students uh, are given four passages. 44 questions, and 35 minutes to do it in, or in other words, 47 seconds a question uh, plus four passages. The math, uh, the one without the calculator, there are 17 questions, 25 minutes to do it in, about 88 seconds per question, and the math with the calculator, you've got 31 questions, 45 minutes, and 87 seconds per question. So um, this is why, you know, it's not something that you want to put all your eggs in one basket and, you know, make it the PSAT a one-shot deal uh, for those of you who have younger students because it, it, is, a, it is a beatable test. Um, but if you go in there approaching it the normal way, of course you're probably going to end up working every problem a long way, reading every word, every question, and there's no way you'll be able to finish because of the time constraint. Um, so for your juniors, one of the things that I want to encourage you, and if you have my program, you know that I talk about this. And if you don't have my program, you know we we teach you how to ace the test. But one of the mistakes that a lot of students make, whether they're taking the SAT, PSAT, ACT, or or most standardized tests, is they tend to work one problem at a time, and that means you go to question number one. You, you sit there, you work it all out. then It could take you a couple of minutes depending on the type of question it is. And then you move to question number two and then so forth to three and you do the same thing. Now, what happens is when, when students do that, um, you end up probably not even getting to half of the questions based on the time that you have. Because when you're talking anywhere from 47 to 80 seconds a question and you're spending two or three minutes, you're already behind on that question and as far as time is concerned. Um, so one of the cool strategies that we teach um, that you can I- implement on the upcoming PSAT or other standardized tests is this. Uh, first of all, the questions are not in order of difficulty. So question three could be hard, question 17 could be easy. So they're all worth the same amount of points, one point, and, um, which is a raw score. So, you know, unlike school where harder questions are worth more, more points, it doesn't matter. So you can probably miss out on some really easy questions if you try to work it in an order like that. So here is your strategy, and this is how you should be practicing at home, and that is when you look at a question, give it a good glance over, you know, spend it, you know, 10, 15 seconds on it and, and think to yourself, can I answer this quickly, you know, that low-hanging fruit? Yes, if you can, answer it and move on. If you cannot answer it, then don't waste your time on it. You, you, you'll be able to answer way more questions if you will just follow the strategy because what you want to do is just skip it, put a star next to it, move on, and answer as many as you can doing that sort of glance over. Then come back to the test. Um, and then very often, you know, our subconscious has already worked out the problems in our head because it keeps working even though you've moved on. So you'll find some answer, quick answers on some of the questions that you, you, know, that you just skipped. And then go through and answer the questions that take a little bit more thought and then go back again and want to take even more thought. And by going through the test three or four times, you will have find yourself answering so many more questions than if you would have just tried to do them one at a time. So use that strategy when you're at home practicing and certainly use it when you get to the test. Um, and I think that's going to really raise your score. And that's what we're all about. And, and, it, and if you've heard before, you know how the PSAT changed our life going back to my son, you know, in ninth grade and, you know, my friend telling me that there's free college based on PSATs and SATs. And, you know, I was just dumb enough to believe her. I didn't question it. I was like, really? Wow, I didn't know that. How can I make this happen? Well, the reason I say that is because be very, very careful. There's so many people out there that will give you wrong information. There are people at the conferences I speak at that actually speak out against me. They may not use my name, but they will allude to the fact that I promote the PSAT heavily. And you know, you know, I I don't know. Maybe because we got seven trash bags of college offers, you know, maybe that's why I allude to it. You know, full ride tuition, room and board, grad school, and all that. But be very, very careful. I mean, I've heard people say things like, you know, if you're, if you as a parent were not a national merit scholar, then your kids won't be either. And, you know, when I hear statements like that, I'm completely blown away because if I had heard that person first before my friend, um, then I probably would have believed that person and thought, oh, wow, me and Jim were not National Merit Scholars. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know about the PSAT when I was in high school. Um, then I would have just said, well, I guess there's no way my children will be one either. And then I would have just went on. Um, not only is that statement so wrong in so many areas, but I think it's completely unfair to rule out everybody based on what their parents did or did not do. You have no idea how, how your child's going to do. You know, national merit is based on the top, you know, one to 3% of the nation and it's going to be somebody. You know, why not be your child? Why, you know, it's a, it's a beatable test and you can study for it. Um, so, you know, when people say things like that, unless they are willing to pay for your child's college, you really want to find out people who actually have been through it, who actually know what they're talking about. So many parents give the wrong information to other parents and sadly we believe them. And I think when it comes to your child's education, your in and the scholarship money that you need or, or want to get, always, always find true sources. Uh not just some well meaning parent that you know uh may have just repeated something that they heard from somebody else. So be, be very, very careful. Take your own destiny in your own hands. Um, now, since we do have about a month, and one of the things about, I know most of the audience are homeschoolers. I mean, we have non-homeschoolers mm-hmm. as well. Um, but since a good majority of your homeschoolers, literally, you have about a month, you really could, and I'm not, this is just a suggestion that we did, and that is we suspended all other academics, that was the flexibility right. of being a homescorer. We home did scorer. that, too. Say, oh, absolutely, because we can say, you know what, we can pick up math and science and English and all that later, but we only have this window of time to put in to this test. And so you could say, this is going to be a very intense part-time job, full-time job, uh, you know, and we're really going to take the next month or so and really work on this test. And so... To really solidify the information, so we can you know apply it appropriately, and we learn we can have those strategies internalized, so you know I mean, if you've had my e course, you know you definitely want to go back over it, you know, just go back and hear it again, keep your notes open when you're practicing uh and you know that's something that you can do if you if you have my e course if you don't, you know certainly you can get that, but anyway, practicing so now let's say you've gone to my e course or you're just starting it. How do you practice? Well, you really, really, really only should practice with College Board tests. There, let me give you a couple links. Now you can buy the SATs um, from Barnes and Noble or from their website or Amazon. But you can also download the tests for free. And there, if you go to and you can just click on it from my link. If you go to CollegePrepGenius.com forward slash O-S-S-G-S-A-T, so that stands for Official SAT Study Guide SAT, and that will take you right to the, the free te- practice test online. Um, there's also two free PSAT tests online. These are actual official tests, and again, go to collegeprepgenius.com forward slash O-S-S-G-P-S-A-T, so that will give you some good
1: practice, so. Um, Okay, and and, and we'll have all these links on the site as well on the show notes, so we can link that right right to it. So if you people are driving and don't have it, um, just go to the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast and look for Episode 60 uh, PSAT uh, Fast Track, and you'll find it there. Awesome.
2: And, and again, without going into more detail, as I have in the past, do not – use any tests that are not from the College Board. Do not use any other company. Um, These are made-up questions that are very often irrelevant to the real test. They don't don't have the same patterns, and you will waste your time and money, and your children will be very frustrated. So, uh, and again, College Board does not give me any money for endorsing them. So, I, I say that because I want your kids to do well. Um, One of the other things, too, is, you know, and hopefully you're already signed up for the October SAT. Now, those of you who have juniors right now, um, the deadline may have already passed, but um, you want to sign up for the October SAT right before the October PSAT. Uh, It's a great way for your child to go in there and get a good practice in before the SAT. Because remember, if you're studying for the one, you're studying for the other. You're over-preparing for the other one because they're basically the same test. So uh hopefully that you go in there and you can do that a couple of weeks before the real SAT. This year's um SAT is October 7th. And mm-hmm. so that'll that. give you good good. That's really important. Now remember because I get the, the the looks on me the looks on the faces of why would you take an SAT before a PSAT? And that is because number one, SAT there's no age limit. You can take it as many times as you want. It's offered seven times a year and Keep in mind, you don't have to send the scores anywhere. There is no mm-hmm. pressure on your student to take that SAT. Just go in there, sit down, get familiar with it, um, and uh, get ready to help for it to help you on the PSAT. So, and, and those of you who have younger students that are tenth uh, grade or below. When you are when you are approaching the junior year, um, that summer right before really should be your heaviest setting for the test. And then go ahead and take the August SAT, which is brand new this year, and then the October SAT, and then, of course, the October PSAT when it counts. Mm-hmm. So that gives Very you good. a good opening. And, I, you know, I, when we come back from break, I think I'll tell you what to do
1: after that. Perfect, and we're gonna um, head to break now. So we'll be back in just a few minutes.
0: With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right, it's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room and board, free grad school and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally-featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT. You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds. Raise your score as much as 600 points and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit collegeprepgenius.com to know
1: more. and welcome back. This is Felice Gerwitz with Jean Burke on the line and we're talking about the PSAT uh, Fast Track. And uh, Jean, um, you've been talking to us about um, just different strategies and I really like that number one strategy of doing the, the easy questions first. I think that really helps. And uh, and also, you know, especially using only um, the College Board test, which I can't imagine anyone using any other tests uh, that are made up because, like you said, it's not going to give any value. Um, one thing I did want to talk about that you alluded to earlier in the show, and that is uh, what I call the authorities out there, you know, and just think when you, as I'm saying the word authorities, I'm doing air quotes here. Um, I remember sitting at the baseball field and listening to one of uh, the moms sharing misinformation with another mom. And so I, um, you know, let it go, let it go, let it go, until it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, because she said exactly what we've both heard people say. Oh, the PSAT is just a practice, and your child doesn't need to do that. And so I turned around, and I said, well, actually, the PSAT um, is the test that is used for the National Merit Scholarship. And she goes, you know, well, you know, where did you hear that information? I said, well, actually, I host a podcast uh, with Jean Burke, who has been on, you know, CBS, NBC, ABC. She's a Fox News contributor, and she has a podcast called College Prep Genius. And so she said, so she asked for the, you know, looked it up on her phone, and, like, she didn't believe me. (laughs) And we've done a couple of past shows on the um, PSAT, so I will put the links in here. And And so, you know, then she was like, oh, gosh, I wish I had known that, and on and on. And this other mother was very thankful because she had a ninth grader. And so, you know, you can't just listen to people who are, you know, saying this stuff. And even, unfortunately, Jean, you know, you've got people in the high schools telling kids this misinformation, you know, that are, you know, either just teachers that just don't know. Um, Because like you said, you and I – Um, I believe I took the PSAT. I don't even remember, but it wasn't considered a big deal. And I I think they're doing children a disservice, not letting them know.
2: Well, no, absolutely. And counselors uh, at most high schools, number one, are are very overwhelmed. I, I, I have many friends who are counselors, and they have so much on their plate. And I feel like that their job to guide and counsel has been swept underneath the rug because what most of them do is spend their days, changing schedules and dealing with the discipline problems and becoming more of a social worker nowadays. And so not only do they not have the time to really help your student with information, so many times they don't know it. And I have to fight that mm-hmm. all the time, you know, when it comes to schools. And, of course, parents who even very often know even less. And and I and I do – I think that parents – most of them are well-meaning. But I think that what happens is – they do repeat what somebody has told them. And, you know, a great example is the, you know, we had a class scheduled here in the Fort Worth area for one of my programs, one of my boot camps. And the host of the class called me and said that, you know, some quote unquote well-meaning homeschool mom who's well-respected posted on their, I guess, their news feed that the, that homeschoolers no longer need the SAT. Well, everybody mm-hmm. believed her, and they all pulled out of the class, and so uh, what's, what's sad about that, not only is that not true, but what's going to happen is these uh, students get ready to get ready for, to apply for college, and the, they're going to automatically ask them for their SAT scores, and then these parents are all going to say, hey, you know what? Well, we're homeschoolers, and they're going to go, so? I mean, n- number one, not only is that discrimination, um, but how else? You know, is your transcript going to be validated? You know, right. uh, because you're, they don't know that you made that stuff up or not. And so it's true. Like I said earlier, unless your well meaning friends are going to pay, pay for your kids' college or, or parents that you know, then you check out everything for yourself. Go to the source, go to the College World website, um, and, and find out what's really true, what's not, um, right. because um, you don't want to be left in that situation.
1: So you're right. So That's
2: sad, true. sad, but. Unfortunately, it happens all the time. Yeah, so I just
1: now, wanted to reiterate what, that because it is a very real problem. So
2: it, it is, it is, and and you know I as a homeschooling mom used to think that we were the least informed um, until I started teaching in public and private school, and by now um, how we very often are more informed because we really don't have a choice. We don't have a counselor, mm-hmm. and so right. oftentimes we have to search these things out on our own, and so so which is. Class to those who do have kids in public and private school because often they're told the wrong information. So yes, you're right. Check it out for yourself. It could mean the difference in in college loans and debts or free college. Right. Well, and we just talked about um, for those of you um, who either have a junior or even younger students. One of the things that I think is will help the success of your student is now that you've taken your October SAT and then now comes the PSAT in the junior year, which counts, um, since you've hopefully been studying for several months, especially for the younger students, you know, start that writing junior should be, that summer should be really your heaviest studying. Um, Since you've been studying for several months for the junior PSAT, you might as well go ahead and take the November and the December SAT. Go ahead and sign up for it because you've spent several months practicing. They're basically the same test. There's not that much difference except for 15 minutes and, of course, the optional essay on the SAT. But if you've been studying, um, you might as well take the November and December test because, remember, most colleges will super score. So if you get a great, let's say, reading score, in your October SAT, but you get a better math score in your December one, then most colleges will take the highest scores from different tests. And this this saves you from having several months go by and then have to study all over again because the ideal goal is to make the senior year test optional. So if your junior can get the SAT score as while they're already working on the PSAT, um, then they can simply just sit back and relax and not worry you know, the next year that they're going to have to start studying all over again and take some more tests. Um, And that does give you that flexibility that if you don't quite get the score that you want in December, then you can always take the March, May, or June SAT as well. Uh, So keep that in mind. You know, you're already there. You're already working on it. You know, go ahead and do it. Now, as a homeschoolers, one of the new things when it comes to the PSAT, and this is, again, uh, pretty recent is um, when you're taking the test, you you have to check box 22 on the test. And what box 22 indicates is that you are a homeschooler. And that means they will send, you know, your, your test booklet straight to your home as opposed to back to the school where your child took it. And this is very, very crucial, um, especially for the younger students to be able to go over the test booklet and actually see where you went wrong and how you worked out a problem and comparing your scores to the actual test. So that really, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's a great indicator of what you, uh, you, you have to, you know, eliminate, uh, any of the, um, outside influences of what you did right, what you did wrong. Here you're in a very controlled environment. It's in your home. You can open it up. You don't have any pressure on you. You get your scores back in December. You get your booklet back in November. And you can just sit there and say, okay, there's nobody around. I can just quietly say, okay, I worked this problem and I got A, but looking at my scores, the real answer is B. So what did I do wrong or what mistake did I make to come up with the wrong answer? So um, it's it's a great resource. And it even gives you an extra practice. So in a few months you will have forgot all the questions, uh, you know, and you'll have that booklet that you can make a copy of, write out the answers um, on the copy and then reuse it again and then see how well you fare compared to your previous score. Um, so, you know what, this PSAT, the, here, here's the cool thing about the PSAT. Um, it, it's an amazing test, and, and this is mainly for you juniors right now. Um, if you don't quite get the desired PSAT score, just cut off scores for your state, get in the national merit range you can still get amazing full rise on your SAT, so you're not wasting your time. Like I said earlier, if you're studying for one, you're studying for the other one. Now, if you want to know the predicted PSAT scores for your state, uh, you can go uh, to this link right here. If you go to collegeprepgenius.com forward slash predicted PSAT scores, and PSAT is capitalized. I think predicted is also capitalized as well. Um, and that will you pull up all this. Yes. Thank you. That will, that will show you what is, is probably the score that you're going to need for your state. Now, I'll, I'll give you an example here in Texas. Um, the predicted PSAT score is a 1450 or above out of a 1520. Florida is a 1420. Um, the highest states score is Massachusetts, which is a 1480, D.C., Maryland, about 1470, uh, lowest is Wyoming, a 1340, and then you've got like Montana, North and South Dakota, 1350. Um, what is the description? Why is it so different? Well, the scores are based on how many students in that state are taking the test and how well they do. So, for example, you 've got Wyoming, which is a state that 's probably not as populated as most states uh, because of the terrain and, and various things and so there's a lot less students and that are taking it and, and it may not be promoted as well many many states don 't even promote the the p s a t but then you have you know something like d c which as you know, is uh, heavily populated with a lot of uh um, people in the government. Um, these are high-powered figures who are very much into college education for their kids, um, and so they really push the PSAT. So even though it's a very small territory, uh, or even Maryland mm-hmm. as well, Massachusetts, that area, um, it's, it's it's very dense as far as most people are taking it. So, so when you have that level of people taking it, then of course it's going to shoot the scores up. So that is how you can find out why. So let's all go to Montana <laughs> <in> Wyoming, <laughs> and Wyoming uh, and take our PSATs. Uh, well, but, okay, so now um, you're, one of the things is when you get the scoring back, you're going to get, you know, something, you know, anywhere from a 320 to a 1520. And so if you want to know how to predict the percentiles or if you've got your child's uh, PSAT from last year, Go to this link right here, collegeprepgenius.com forward slash PSAT scores. And the PSAT is capitalized. What that's going to do is that's going to take you to an official booklet from the National Merit Corporation. And um, I can't, I think it's around page 20, but just scroll down and it will show you what the percentiles mean according to the score. So that's going to really help you kind of look at what was last year. And then if you want to know the score, the schools, um, that uh, are seeking National Merit Scholars and how many they seek, uh, go to collegeprepgenius.com forward slash National Merit Schools. And National, that's all three capitalized, National and then Merit and Schools capitalized. Now, what this is, if you're going to see a number. Like I think next to Baylor it might be like 50. And what that means is that is the minimum number of national merit scholars that that school is looking to get,
1: which is a great way
2: to leverage, you know, your ability if you fall into that range. Um, it's not the, it's not the maximum; it's actually the minimum. So they're looking, and, and and again, these are schools that are willing to roll out the red carpet and you know give students that full ride in tuition and grad school and all of that. So um, it's a good it's a good place to start, and. Uh, You know, again, your younger kids, for families who have the younger kids, certainly you could be taking the PSAT 8, 9 for practice. Certainly the PSAT 10, which is like the real one, but it's, it doesn't count. Again, these gives you, give you extra practice before the real PSAT in the junior year. So keep that in mind. And then I do want to speak one more thing to, uh, as far as the, the juniors right now. Um, if you have a junior right now with about a month to go for the PSAT, uh, and if you have my program or you've heard me speak, um, keep in mind that if for some reason, like your child is sick, uh, on, or, you know, or misses the PSAT in the junior year, there is the alternate entry testing method. And it's a little known secret. Uh, I love dispelling secrets, uh, when I find them out. Um, but what it is, is if your student, um, has missed the PSAT as a junior, um, then you would contact the National Merit Corporation, let them know why, and um, they will let you know about all the upcoming SAT dates that your student can take. And then they, you know, you would they would sign them up. Then you, when you take the P, the SAT, they'll convert the score by you know simply by using the code 0085. Um, they'll convert the SAT to the PSAT, and then you can have up until June. Um, to retake the test, so you can take the November, December March, May, and June test, which gives you another five more uh, five more chances, another eight more months to practice um, and then the really cool thing about that is they 'll take the highest score, so it does give your student a, you know that alternate way um to become a national merit scholar, even though um they missed it so it's okay, in one so of my You do lists.
1: have to call them, and they have to have your child's name and everything on the list before you can do that. Correct? It, calling,
2: call, calling is crucial.
1: Uh, yes. Yes.
2: Because I will give you, I will tell you a horror story. Unfortunately, I get to hear the horror stories as well as the the great results that kids get. But uh, I got an email. I, I did a uh, um, test prep for a college, uh, college planning company for years. And you know, I talk about the, this information in one of my myths and the head of the college writing company called to me and um, said or had asked me about that. One of the one of the students wanted to know they missed the PSAT and so I sent a very detailed um, email. Well, months and months later, I get a I get a call from the head of the college writing company and says that the student went in, used the code 0085 and got the national merit range but was not able to be a national merit because the parent did not contact the National Merit Corporation first. And so my first thought was, oh, my gosh, did I fail to tell that person? Although it's in my book, okay, but did I fail to tell them in that original email? So I went back and searched my email, and fortunately I said, first thing, call the National Merit Corporation. Well, they omitted Mm -hmm. that part. Their kid just went into the s a t and used the code um, and it was not counted so yes, 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 thank you for bringing that up. please contact them first, or it will not count so um and and i've I've had students who've fallen into that and got national merit doing that so keep that in okay. mind um Wonderful. you know one of the things I'm excited about I'm excited about coming up is the fact that I will be at the f p e a college fair. And we and so if you're in Florida, you know, um, they're going to I'm not sure if they've advertised it yet or not, but but I'm going to actually be administering an actual SAT. It's just a practice one. It's just a mock one, but I'm going to use an actual test uh, from the college board. I'm going to time it accordingly, and then we're going to score it and and let you you as a parent know um, your child's baseline score. And where they fall in, as far as bright futures is concerned, as far as you know certain colleges are concerned, scholarship money. Uh, so I'm really excited about that because I know there are a lot of companies who administer, you know, like at a school or a library, they'll administer a free test um, for the students. Um, and you know, unfortunately, it's not a real test. It's, it's it's a fake diagnostic test that they created, and they purposely make them hard in many cases um, to for the child to be completely freaked out by their score and then they wanna, you know, obviously sell their several thousand dollar program to the parents and show them how they can raise their score. So be very careful of those. But um, so I said about doing this, I mean there is a small fee that's gonna that they are charging to cover the cost of printing, um, because I'm doing all the printing myself on these tests. Um, but, you know, look into that because I'm excited. That's wonderful. For, you know,
1: all yep. you I'll, I'll look for that link, and we'll put that in there too. So that's a great opportunity for people. Um, and if you're not in Florida, use it as a as a vacation. So, um, so that would be <laughs> I great. Love I love it. Yeah. Okay, it. Jean. Well, this has been wonderful. And I do want to um, alert the listeners, you know, some of this information, not all of it, has been Uh, shared in past episodes on the PSAT. Uh, So you may want to go back in the archives. Again, I'll put the links on the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast, episode 60, um, PSAT Fast Track. And uh, you'll have uh, that information um, from the other shows that that we've done on the PSAT. Uh, Again... um, Any last thoughts, uh, Jean, or did you have anything else you wanted to share? Well,
2: I guess my bottom line is the PSAT can be a life-changing test. You know, listen to someone who knows what they're talking about because it changed my life. It changed my family's life. I've seen it change tens of thousands of families' lives uh, because the test score is so important. And very often we as homeschoolers, you know, think, well, we don't do the testing thing. We, we're not really into that. But you know what? Uh, if you have college-bound students, you know, they're, they're contemporaries. Uh, you know, they're, they're all going to be taking these type of tests and studying for them. And those, that's the circle that your kids are running in. And that's the competition that, that they're around. So, um, like it or not, testing is here. It's here to stay. Um, but we as parents, can use that to our advantage and 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 turn these tests into something where knowing that they're beatable tests that it can literally yield amazing scholarships. So, uh, I encourage you to, you know, listen, you know, check it out for yourself and, and you know make a decision that that hey, here's here's an avenue that could literally, uh, you know, get you a
1: full ride to just about any school you want to go to. Which is wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Jean. And uh, for those of you listening, uh, visit her website at collegeprepgenius.com. Also, uh, the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius radio show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com. Forward slash podcast, or listen on iTunes on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information, and we'll see you soon.